Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Ah, yes. NFL Combine Week, where the top football talents in America run around in skimpy Under Armour gear and get poked, prodded, measured, timed, uh, or in the case of Jalen Carter, issued arrest warrants. Not a great week for the potential number one overall pick. Uh, Jeb was involved in a high-speed chase last night, going Put home from the wild right in the game. Of it. Put myself right in the middle of it. <laughs> I was leading the pack. Let's just say there was a time when it was Zolgad, bad guy, cops. Okay. Did so you I was have one of those place. like in the seventies? The cops would take like the spire, like the little the, the the police light that was just like the round one, just like oh. stick it on top of their car. Did you just? Did you have one of those? You oh, just streets of San Francisco. Yeah, I wish I had one of those. Like, like a detective. Go- oh man, that'd be great. <laughs> I'd love to see your old, uh, your old Saturn. What was like a two, like a two thousand three Saturn that you oh, used yes, to drive? I want to see that thing maxed out, going a nice. hundred, trying to keep up in a high speed chase. It would just start shaking. <laughs> it would just be vibrating. Uh, this is Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment, and this time of year, speculation, because we are just two weeks away from the opening of the NFL League year and free agency, and then the draft after that. The combine is where executives and agents drink together and exchange under-the-table figures about players and trades and stuff, so there's all kinds of stuff. KOC is talking today. Quasi talked yesterday. We broke that down. Um, this show is presented by TCL, which is now an official partner of the NFL. Redefine creativity with the the TCL 30V 5G smartphone. Enjoy blazing fast 5G speed and an AI-powered 50-megapixel triple camera system. Mm -hmm. Ultra-realistic and true-to-life visuals powered by Next Vision and booming sound from the dual speakers. Learn more at TCL.com. Wednesdays mean it's time for us to admit that we were wrong and make more predictions. Let's hit it, Declan. Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah. That's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Here's how it works. The only show in America that actually keeps track statistically of our predictions. When are you going to admit that you were wrong? The latest one has been, okay, but when are you going to admit that you were wrong? Not on a Wednesday. Not on a write that down. Come to my house. <laughs> I say sorry every day of the week. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> you know what? She's usually right, too. Got to be honest. <laughs> yep. 
Uh, so here's how it works. Three predictions from everybody each week. They must be football-related on this show or show-related, and they must be quantifiable. Those are the, really the only parameters. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns. And listeners, if you want to participate, you can send us a message through the Score North app. There's a feedback tab. We can get you scheduled for some time here in the next few weeks, like Josh is about to make his debut as a guest listener predictor. So, uh, boys, the accountability sessions are a little thin this time of year. There's no, well, there's XFL games. Oh, yeah. So we do have those coming off the board. Yep. But there's not, there's really no player movement yet. The draft is coming out. So there's going to be a lot of things that can come off the board. But, Judd, you had nothing. I actually had two things come off the board. I told you that in an XFL parlay, the Roughnecks, uh, San Antonio and Seattle would all win. I I did watch one of those games and Seattle lost. So I don't yeah. know what happened in the other ones. Uh, How much of the game did you actually watch? About an hour. About an hour of an XFL game. Don't judge me. I think I just did. It's too late. Yep. Like I mentally judged you immediately. <laughs> I did tell you last week that Adam Schefter will report something about Aaron Rodgers before this week's write that down. And lo and behold, he was the first person to report that Aaron Rodgers had emerged from the darkness. <laughs> and then Aaron went on, uh, the, the founder of Onnit, yep. which is like a peak performance company. He has a podcast. Aaron Rodgers did like a two-hour appearance on his podcast yesterday and basically said, if you think I'm being dramatic, just tune it out. This is my life. Okay. Did I see a quote where he said, there were moments in the darkness where I could see myself retiring, yes. and there were moments in the darkness where I could see myself playing? Maybe there can be moments in the darkness where you see yourself as a little bit less of a pretentious narcissist. Do you but... remember, do you guys recall when Joaquin Phoenix went on Letterman years ago, and he was actually in character for a film? That and Le- and Letterman said, I'm sorry you couldn't be here yes, tonight, Yes, and Joaquin. it was one of the greatest, but it was one of the greatest <laughs> things of all time. But I sometimes feel like Aaron Rodgers, like three years ago or two years ago, started filming a documentary, yeah. and he's doing this on purpose. So on the podcast, apparently, it, you know, and these are logical questions when you're just in the dark for four days, they asked him about his uh, going number two. And he said they were all pretty smooth, and from what I could tell, they were all uh, two wipers. Oh, good for him. But he wouldn't. He wouldn't know because you can't see. I was going to say, not being able to see in that situation, deal breaker for me in the dark. Well, you'd find out soon enough, right? You would know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you would know. I, I, you would know. Just you, your I'll thoughts, stop. and the smells in the room. I'll just, I'll just stop right there. Listeners had nothing come off the board. Declan had nothing come off the Did board. So would that make an XFL prediction that came off the board? Hmm. I made one, and it, uh, spoiler alert, it didn't hit. I uh I said a I said a, here. I said a team would win. Exact- you said uh oh you're right. You made the Josh Gordon prediction. Josh you Gordon. Josh Gordon would go. go for over 100 yards and a touchdown. Uh did he? Did he go no, over 100 yards? He did not. Okay. He did not. Just want to self-report. No, nice that's my bad. Okay. Yep, yep. So nice Declan reporting by the defending champion. Got mm-hmm. that wrong. Mm-hmm. So with that here uh I'm the only one that has a a completion so far early in the 2023 season. I'll just pop over to the statistics here. So I'm at 50% completions. Nobody else has a completion yet. All time, Declan has a 35% completion rate, just a little bit ahead of Judd, who's slightly below 35%. Old Macadac at 32%. Listeners at 23%. As far as 
hunting down the field. I have 33 touchdowns, listeners 27, Declan 23, and Judd with 18. So let's get him in here. Josh is our guest listener predictor making his debut on Purple Daily. Josh, what's going on, man? How are you? Not too bad. How are you? Doing pretty well here. Is that a Wyzetta or a Michigan State sweatshirt you've got on It is a Michigan State sweatshirt. Okay. Nice. What's your uh, what's your background? When did you become a Vikings fan? And uh, are you supporting Kirk Cousins with your Michigan State? <laughs> uh, so as a Vikings fan, it was very young. I remember uh, my mom, who was one of uh, the biggest sports fans that I know, uh, is a Chicago Bears fan, unfortunately. And uh, when I when I was young, we watched a Vikings Bears game, and the Vikings ended up winning. And I just looked at my mom and I said, "I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm going to choose my own misery instead of following your misery." <laughs> I love when uh, when when you make a conscious decision, like because most of the time you're just kind of born into your fandom. And it's but it sounds like some Vikings fans made the conscious decision to just be masochistic. Like, that. like <laughs> you could have picked the Patriots or the Anybody. Chiefs or something. And I'm not doing yeah. that with my son. He's two years old, and that he's already going down the Vikings trail with me. So force him in there. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you're forcing this poor kid. I am. It's a lot not... of misery right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. So we'll start with Josh. We'll go uh, one at a time. Three trips around the room. Josh, Judd, Declan, back to me. So you're under center here, Josh. What is your first prediction? Write this down. All righty. My first prediction is going to be this. And they say, do not make rash decisions under based off of emotion. But I am so done with the Kansas City Chiefs. This upcoming year, they will not be in the AFC Championship game. Oh, wow. A little little letdown. A little hangover. A little hangover. I'm I'm so done with the Chiefs. They've been... It's rash, but not super rash. Yeah. Like, like if you said they're not going to make the playoffs, that'd be really rash. Oh, very. No, I think I like that they're it. probably going to still win the West, but division round, that's it. Okay. Think about that. Patrick Mahomes has never not been to the AFC Championship game in his career. That's nice. It's ridiculous. Must be nice to be a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Write this point. down. All right, Judd, what's your first prediction? All right, with uh, Combine Week in full swing now, gives me plenty of opportunity to recklessly speculate on what might happen, especially at the quarterback position, not just in Minnesota, but around the league. I've been trying to figure out this Geno Smith thing. Are the Seahawks going to pay a guy who had one good year, but before that was a guy? Um, are, Are other teams going to pursue him? Would you pay the franchise tag if you're the Seahawks, which would be a lot of money? So write this down. The Seahawks are going to select a quarterback with their first pick of the draft. Mm. The Seahawks are going to... Now, I'm saying this very carefully. So, with their first pick of the draft, so if it gets moved, like they move up, something like that, but I think they're going to take a quarterback, and I think that they are going to move on because Geno Smith's ask, I think, is going to be for, like, really good QB money, and I don't know he's worth it. So hard, man, because he was very good. But the, the Seahawks have a history. I mean, look what happened to Russell Wilson after he left Seattle. They have a history of just being able to, whether it's systematically through play action, you know, they have some decent weapons, you know, reliable pass catchers. So and both if things you're the Seahawks, do you want a $30 million for your quarterback now? Yeah. I mean, they could still bring back Geno and still get the take a QB in the first round as well. That they could. could. Still, that could still happen. Yeah. Not mutually exclusive. Write this down. Okay. 
All right, my first prediction. Uh, write it down. Quasi was talking about Dalvin Tomlinson, and obviously that boy date got moved a little bit. So write it down. Dalvin Tomlinson will agree on a new contract with the Vikings between now and March 16th. So the Vikings will basically bring back Dalvin Tomlinson, so he will agree on a new contract with the Vikings between now and March 16th. Write it down. It would make some sense, and we kind of talked about this earlier in the week on Purple Daily, but you already have all these actual holes and then likely holes when you say goodbye to a linebacker or two. If you can just get some assurances, you know, part of the problem last year is that, you know, Kwesi and KOC came in, they hired KOC late, so the discussion started late, and then they had right away, and Ma- actually, Matthew Collar wrote a great article about this on Bring Me the News today because he was in the room talking to Quasi yesterday. Just how much of a whirlwind, uh, whirlwind it was a year ago. Hey, you guys got the job uh, really late in the cycle. And by the way, the first thing to be addressed is the quarterback needs to be either traded or extended. Go. And then all these other things, right? And this offseason is not really less chaotic for them. They have more time to have prepared. They've had 12 months to sort of come up with a plan here, but they've got about 12 things they need to address in the next two or three weeks. And if Dalvin Tomlinson cannot be a 13th, then by all means. I also think a year ago they were given, they were told what they were going to do for the most part. And I'm curious if that's still the case. I'm hoping it's not, but it it felt like once, once Ryan Poles didn't get the job because his idea was to actually just bring in a, a bomb and blow up the whole roster once he didn't get the job, I think that those guys were very much told, hey, here's what we think. Let's run this thing back. Now the question is, are they going to try to do that again? And my hope and my feeling is no. So I do think that there's more freedom roster-wise as well that they probably didn't have a year ago. Yeah. All right. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write this down. And this is kind of this is probably a check down, but you never know in the National Football League. Within the next two weeks, so between now and March 15th, the Vikings will cut or trade at least three current players on the roster. So there's, they could restructure, they could extend some guys, but I think they're going to either cut or trade at least three current players. So it could be like a C.J. Ham, Eric Kendricks, Jordan Hicks, could be any, you know, a Dalvin Cook trade or something Thielen between perhaps? now and March 15th. Adam Thielen? I just, I just wanted to throw that name in there. My guess is he'll probably, off the record, take a pay cut. I think he ultimately does want to stay in Minnesota. I think it's all kind of a, a bluff here to just get as much money as possible because he knows he's going to have to confront a pay cut. Write it but, down. So. You like writing things down. All right, back to Josh for your second prediction. All righty. I've been trying to figure out how I wanted to word this, but the Vikings' first-round pick, whoever it is, whether it's offense or defense, will win some sort of rookie award. Mm. Wow. Okay. I feel like this is going to hit more if it's a defensive player with Flores. So that's what I'm hoping. But either way, they're going to win some kind of rookie award. Just to be clear, end of the season, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, like, like a week three player of, the, yeah. player of the week or well, something. Well, I mean, it's an oh. award. It's just Already, sort of... Well, no, it's end of the year. End of the, end year. Of the year. It's a, it. it's definitely a touchdown pass if he, if he hits on the end of the year prediction. So, all right, I like like where you're going. Write it down. Judd. You like writing things down. All right, stay on the um on the uh, draft thread. There will be no fewer than three trades made within the first ten picks of the first round. There will be no fewer than three trades made within the first ten picks of the first round. I think Mel Kuyper's right. I think we're going to see some wheeling and dealing starting Chaos. with the top pick. 
but I think it's going to trickle down there. So three, at least three, I should say. Well, anytime you have a team at the very top that's gleefully looking to trade back maybe multiple times, and then you have like six quarterback desperate teams in the top 15, the recipe is ripe. Isn't Definitely ripe. It's gonna be it's gonna be a glorious night. Write it down. You like writing things down. Dex. All right, mock draft prediction from me. Write it down. The next mock from Todd McShay or Mel Kuyper. So whichever comes first, whoever does this next mock first, will have the Vikings taking a wide receiver in the first round. Okay. So if Kuyper so right now, yeah, if Kuyper comes out first and and does it, it's good. But if you know if Kuyper doesn't do it, but then McShay doesn't. Did it in the, his his next mock? This would not count. So whatever these two mockers, maybe they'll combine, right? If they do it combined, that's what I was gonna say. If, if they if they combine, does this count uh, as part yeah. of your prediction? Yeah, it does. Yeah, because yeah. yes, okay. it would. So right now, Mel Kiper, his latest mock, and we did this earlier this week, has Deontay Banks a cornerback, and McShay's latest mock has Jordan Addison wide receiver USC. Mm-hmm. So if if McShay stands firm. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's no telling what he might do. He's the Todd father of mocking. He could go any which. He might be trying to throw you off the scent. He might be trying to throw the other mockers off the scent here. I like how you think. It's very of, sinister. We, we, we got to get Randy and Cottage Grove's first mock at some point over on Mackie and Judd. Oh, yeah, because he tells us like three guys are going to pick every year. Uh, he's he has correctly nailed several Vikings draft picks inexplicably over the past and he was mad they passed on brock purdy we all mocked him for that for mocking that and he was right he mocked brock purdy to the vikings yes Yes. and we all laughed and then he got pissed when they didn't take him and he ended up being right all right write this down write this down i know judd you don't believe that there's any trade value to be found among any of these vikings veterans that that the vikings would have to attach picks to get rid of some of these players right and i'm here to tell you that you are wrong the vikings will receive at least a, I will say, a fourth-round pick or better, a fourth-round pick or better before the draft for one of their current players. Write it down. Thielen, I don't think Thielen's getting a fourth. I'm coming to your house, and I'm going to get your stash, and I'm going to enjoy it. I don't. I don't. I think you're looking good. for Dexter Thomas, man. Or, or the. <laughs> I think you're thinking build lives <laughs> in Seattle. Okay, this is the wrong. They're gonna raid Declan's place now. Uh, you're gonna find dog treats and and seltzer cans. That's all you're gonna find. You, and some sangria. Yeah, in my, really in my 800 square foot apartment. Come on in, please. By all means, search it. <laughs> oh man! All right, back to uh, back to Josh here for your third and final prediction. All right, my third and final prediction is going to be this. We will see a brand new Super Bowl champion this year, whether it's Cincinnati, Buffalo, Minnesota. It's going to be a brand new Super Bowl champion this year. Wow. Jacksonville, Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, it could be Jacksonville. Do you Steve guys find yourself good? rooting for, you know, not, not when they play the Vikings, but do you guys kind of root for the Lions when they're not playing the Vikings? Because I find oh, myself bit. lately, I'm like, yeah, I feel kind of bad yeah. for those guys. Sometimes. 60-plus no, really. years since they were last. That's how I felt about the Royals, like, when they won their back-to-back World Series. Like, come on, Royals. Like, they've been just the the, the doormat of the of the AL Central for my entire lifetime, and then they pop up and go to back-to-back World Series. That's uh, interesting how that works. But I was how rooting for them then. I th- it felt good. It felt good. I was happy for them. you got to find secondary teams if you're a Minnesota sports fan. Yeah. You, need, you need something to cling to after the Minnesota sports team gets bounced from the playoffs. Yeah. 
Um, so, Josh, great work here on your debut on Write That Down. Since you've got this life-changing platform, is there anyone you'd like to thank that helped you get to this pinnacle moment? Uh, just my mom for allowing me to choose my own path of misery. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess my son, because uh, he makes me watch sports in a little different way than just, I don't know, like a parent, I guess, just watching a, a young sports fan blossom. Yeah, he's not jaded and cynical and, uh, yeah. and negative. He doesn't worry about uh, restructuring for the purposes of the salary cap and things like that. That's right. <laughs> awesome, man. Josh, thank you for coming on. Great work, and good luck with your predictions. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, guest listener Josh making his debut on Write That Down here. Uh, boys, before we finish out the rest of these predictions and get to a couple interesting things regarding Kirk Cousins, Let's shout out our friends who are back here. We appreciate them coming back for another season to help the show out. Dennis Kirk and DennisKirk.com. It's been a long winter. Just got, uh, of course, Macadac gets back and immediately gets smacked over the head with like 17 inches of snow. But motorcycle season will be back soon for all you Ragnars out there. If you're like me, I don't necessarily ride motorcycles, but love just getting outside and enjoying some nice weather. Make sure your ride is ready with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, a Harley, Indian, Metro Cruiser, Sport Bike, you'll find what you need at DennisKirk.com so you can ride more and wait less. Over 180,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets as well. Shipping is free for orders over $89. Order by 8 p.m. They ship the same day. DennisKirk.com for all you Ragnars out there. Uh, and a shout-out to our friends at Livia who've been helping Purple Daily listeners lose a lot of weight over the past year and a half. Write this down and put it in ink. If you want to lose weight, Livia Weight Control Centers is where you definitely have to start. A couple years ago, guess what? I was carrying around way too much weight. I started on the program, dropped 40 pounds, went from the guy on the left, pretty hefty, right to the guy on the right. Oh, man, suave and debonair, looking fantastic. And guess what? You can follow the same path. And here's the best part. They're going to help you not only drop the weight with a program that is as simple as it gets, and I'm not kidding, but they're dietitians because it's a weight control center. It's not a fad diet. are going to help you maintain that weight loss, and that is the most important thing. And now write this down because i got a deal for you as well. Join today and get eight weeks for free, 855-GO-LIVIA, livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. Do you think we, we should put could, a picture uh, of uh, Peter Griffin up on the left there yeah. with skinny Judd? Could you the do that? That'd be awesome. I was going to say, we should recreate that photo at, uh, granted, we're still like a year and a half out from Dex Tweets' wedding, but we should recreate that photo at my wedding. We should do some other side-by-side Judd in a nice little dapper suit. We should. The Peter Griffin thing, I actually love that idea. That's a great idea. I'm not going to lie. Can we get you wearing some green jeans and a white hey. button-up, too, so we can have Peter Griffin on the You know the what's left, funny? In the late 80s, <laughs> I had a pair of green jeans that I wore all the time. I had some I green gerbos in the 90s that I wore as a kid. You know, I think I had some green cords when I was a little kid. I think oh. I think I did, too. <laughs> it was so bad that, that, losers. that at one point, Don just would, would call me Mr. Green Jeans. Mr. Green Mr. Jeans. Mr. Green Jeans. Because oh. that's all I wore. I love those green jeans. So the comfortable. Sex symbol of the early 90s. <laughs> So, do you yeah. really think you're suited to be the fourth guy in our group, Buzz Killington? World-class right. mullet, boys. I had a great mm-hmm. mullet. That's the photo that we need up here. Is, the perm. Is, is mullet. The, the, I had the, the perm. I had the mullet. Oh. The perm was in the mid-'80s. Love it. That was around the age of 16. Big Amazing. Mistake. 
All right, your final prediction here, Judd. Okay, my final prediction. I've been doing some uh, uh, scouting on the combine to get a prediction that will come off the board immediately. And here is what I've come up with. Either Cincinnati wide receiver Tyler Scott or his teammate at Cincinnati, also a wide receiver, Trey Tucker, will run the fastest 40-yard dash at the combine. Ooh. So Tyler Scott or Trey Tucker, both Cincinnati kids, both wide receivers, one of those two will run the fastest 40. Okay, I want I want one of those guys on the Vikings offense. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the Vikings like Justin Jefferson is so amazing and TJ Hawkinson is so reliable. Those are your reliable pass catchers. I want greasy fast speed as Rocky's trainer yeah. would have said 40 years ago. Lightning. I want you to eat lightning and crap thunder. Like the Chiefs just say, oh, let's just go get this seventh-rounder guy, this Pacheco guy out of Rutgers, and just yeah. we'll just tell him where to go. Yes. And he'll just ping-pong off defenders, you know? So, yes, I'm I'm in on these guys. We can ask Thor about them maybe next week. All right, Declan, what's your third and final prediction? All right, I have an XFL one because uh, this guy's been the darling of the XFL the first two weeks. A.J. McCarron, former Bama quarterback. Uh Cool little story he's got going on there in the XFL. Turned down significant money to play so his boys can watch him play football. It's all cute. I'm sure Judd loves loves the feel-good story there. Uh, but write it down. A.J. McCarron throws at least two touchdowns and leads the Battlehawks to a win over San Antonio. little XFL prediction. Throws two touchdowns, and the Battlehawks beat San Antonio. Write it down. That's St. Louis? Uh, yes. Okay, St. Louis Battlehawks. Yes. Are they playing, I have a dumb question, are they playing actual home and road games, or is it like the USFL playing all the games in Birmingham no, last year? They're playing actual actual yeah. games in stadiums in their towns. Mm-hmm. Okay. In fact, I thought Louis, they did play in Seattle last weekend. It looked like they were, I think they were playing at Lumen Field, yes. which is tough because it's like these stadiums are just going to look empty, yeah. even if there's 10,000 people there. It's kind of awkward. And I, I guess that the Battlehawks are so popular that they actually, for the last game, were only going to sell tickets in the lower bowl of the stadium, and they opened up the upper bowl because there's such a demand Hey-o. from the football craze St. Louis football fans who yeah. don't have a team anymore. I feel like St. Yeah, St. Louis, is, it's, a, it's a pretty sizable market. It's, I think it's a top 25 market in terms of population, right? And, and they and got that got, dome, right? I mean, Yeah, and they, but they've got a, a baseball team. They don't have a basketball team. They have a hockey team that just won the Stanley Cup a couple years ago. But they're kind of they, they're deprived. They need more, more action. Uh, and write this one down. Speaking of action, the Vikings in free agency will sign at least one of these free agent defensive backs. Bobby McCain, Cameron Sutton, Jonathan Jones. These are all guys who can kind of play... They're all, they're all in like their late 20s, still some prime left, reasonably priced. Cameron Sutton's probably the most expensive here. Uh, they can all play some slot. A couple of them can play some outside. McCain can play some free safety and some slot. Versatility and guys with connections to Flores, they're going to get at least one of those guys. McCain, like Sutton, and or Jonathan Jones. All right. There we go. So those are your predictions, your accountability session, the only show in America that actually keeps track of our predictions using statistics my Mackie. Mackie has emerged from her it sounded like we were being well. played out for a, a second yeah. like the bumper it started no, 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 no. you say what is that it's maya come on maya who's a good girl Maya, maya the monster oh the monster sleepy all right this down nobody's cuter you didn't hear that stella
Maya Mackey did a pretty good job there. She she was chilling for like the first hour and a half fine. score recording here. She just wants a little pet, just a little tap on the head from... From Pop Pop. That's all she, she wants, okay? She just, like, it's it's amazing. She just conks out for, like, I, I feel like, don't dogs sleep on average for, like, 15 or 16 hours? I feel like she sleeps for, like, 30 hours in a 24-hour day. Yeah. Very envious of Maya Stella Mackey. does that. Yeah, Vinny's, Vinny's been waking up, going to the potty, doesn't eat his breakfast, and takes, like, a good two-hour nap now after going outside for the first time. And then, like, a teenager <laughs> at, like, 11.30 noon, that's when he finally eats for the first time. Where it used to be he woke up and, like, demanded food, and now he's like, eh. I'll I'll graze at it and I'll get to it when I want. It's, to. He's intermittent fasting, is what he's doing. He's, he's, trying he's to, on a program. Trying to keep that Livia, perhaps. Yeah. Check <laughs> check your receipts and stuff. I mean, he might be going right to the right people to lose weight with. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Amazing. Um, okay, this is uh, this is a warning for those of you. If Uh-oh. you are triggered by Kirk Cousins' conversations on Purple Daily, okay, we're going to give you 10 seconds here, 10 seconds if you need to adjust your volume or if you need to, you know, switch to a new podcast here. You like that? You like that? We're going to talk about Kirk Cousins, and we're going to speculate a little bit here. A couple things of note from yesterday. So Quasey did a side session. In fact, there's a great write-up. Matthew Collar was in the room. There was like three beat writers. So Quasey did the podium session, and we talked about that and broke it down yesterday. And then he did kind of a side session in which he talked more about the quarterback situation. And so uh, you can go to uh, Bring Me the News and read Collar's write-up. It's excellent. I'm gonna. This is actually, I think, from um, the athletic version of events, but the quote is the same here. The question is... What role the relationship will have in potential negotiations between Quasi and Cousins? It's a good relationship. Cousins, who's going to be 35 years old, is only under contract for one more season. The Vikings could benefit from minimizing his salary cap number. The third worst cap situation in the NFL. They got to free up some money to get compliant and then free up more to get better. Doing so would likely require a contract extension, which raises questions about how many years and how much money the Vikings want to commit to Cousins. Here's what Quasey said, quote, obviously from Cousins' side, they want, they want it as certain as possible. And from our side, we want flexibility. You're always trying to be solutions-oriented and find a way that works for both sides. So when he says, hey, we know that they want certainty, which means, I mean, historically for Cousins, it means guaranteed money, guaranteed contracts, Right. The Vikings want flexibility because Cousins is getting older. They need some cap help, and they're probably looking on the horizon at who their next quarterback's going to be at some point. What did you make of the way he sort of phrased that when he got away from the podium and was talking to just three Vikings reporters off to the side? I thought it was a very telling thing, and I think what he was was saying is this. They want, they probably, and it would make sense, if Kirk Cousins was ever going to sign, let's say, a four- or five-year contract, that, that would – because keep in mind, Kirk's whole thing is, I want to retire a Viking. I want to be a Viking. I love I love the Vikings. So if he wants to retire a Viking, let's say it's a four- or five-year ask, um, the Vikings are going to say, hold on a second here. That's not – uh-uh-uh. Because he's going – because, you know, Phil, back to what 
you said it would be one thing if Kirk said, I'll play for much cheaper, but I'm sure he has not said that. Dude, people crucified me for suggesting that for 48 hours on Twitter, email. And I'm sure he's, you know, I'm sure he's saying I would like a final contract that pays me like I expect to be paid and that the Vikings are are wisely saying that doesn't really work for us. We got to pay Justin Jefferson. We got to pay Christian Derrissaw eventually. And so my guess is, I think if push came to shove, the Vikings might be willing, and this is total guess on my part, might be willing to do another year extension to try and smooth the next cap hit out a little bit. But I'm sure that they are wisely not going to go four or five more years because no matter how much they like Kirk, at some point in time, they're going to want to bring in their guy who's going to play in their world for far cheaper. So I think Crazy basically spelled things out there. I think that there's a, a disagreement and probably it's going to be difficult to work out a contract. And so that I think what he's saying is, at least right now, things are always fluid. Be prepared for Kirk Cousins to enter the last season of his contract, which I think everyone should be fine with, by the way. Yeah, and and they do have a, a path if they wanted to, because there is there's sort of a third option here. And we laid this out last week. Declan was out for the uh, Mackie and Judd do the entire Vikings offseason episode in which Mackie's screen went blank at the end, and he panic-drafted a backup quarterback after they already traded up for C.J. Stroud. (laughs) You can find that episode last week um, that you could. So he has one year left under contract and then two void years to help essentially smooth the cap hit out into the future, which is what the Vikings have loved to do recently, kick the can down the road. You could convert his roster bonus and even part of his, well, part or his whole base salary if you wanted to, and just kick money into those void years, and you could lower the cap at fifteen or twenty million dollars this year, and keep the contract structure in place. So they do have that option. Um, but to me, it kind of sounded like Quasi said, "Listen, we're not going to do a stupid, like multi-year guaranteed deal here that takes him further into his thirties. We have the card in our back pocket. We can just say, well, listen, we we all agreed to a contract. You're going to get thirty million dollars in cash, and." Um, we can all kind of meet in a year from now and just see where the franchise is at. But if the Vikings went down that path, if they said, we, sorry, your demands for a three or four year extension doesn't give us enough flexibility to use Quasi's word. Would cousins and his camp say, okay, that's fair. Um, We're fine playing out the last year of the contract or, and this is the transition into the next interesting thing that came out yesterday. And again, the timing of these messages that come out, it's all strategic in these next two weeks, right? John Lynch, the general manager of the San Francisco 49ers. Reckless speculation. He was quoted yesterday at the NFL Combine as saying the 49ers may need to look into the veteran quarterback market because of the uncertainty surrounding Brock Purdy's injury and the recovery timeline. I think Trey Lance is scheduled to be healthy, but the guy has played like 20 football games yeah. since high school. Yep. <laughs> so this is what I'm wondering, and I get it. People, there's a, a certain section of people that are like, why would the Vikings ever consider trading one of the great quarterbacks in franchise history? Well, Quasi just laid it out for you. The Vikings want Cousins to be their quarterback, but they don't want to have to be pressed up against the salary cap and trying to build a roster around him every single year, this dance they've been doing for the last two or three years. It's not a Super Bowl championship dance. 
if the Vikings say, hey, man, we're not going to do the long-term guaranteed thing, you're asking for way too much, we'd rather just play out the last year. John Lynch just opened the door for, for Cousins Camp to say, okay, well, we would waive the no-trade clause if you would call San Francisco and get Kyle Shanahan on the phone, you know, Kirk Cousins' long-lost love from Washington. Yep. So what did you make of the John Lynch comments, and do you think – do you think behind the scenes that sparks a conversation over cocktails among either Kirk's agent and the Niners or Quasi and the Niners? Well, and Quasi and Lynch are friends, so it makes perfect mm-hmm. sense that uh, yeah, that if look if the if the cousins camp and quite frankly, I think that the cousins camp should if the Vikings say you know what this is probably it, the cousins camp should say thank you very much for all that you've done for us. We will do our best to succeed. Like you have bent over backwards to mm-hmm. basically make us financially comfortable, and our guy has started every game but what two since two thousand eighteen, two or three games. So I personally think that the, the cousins camp and the Vikings should say you know what we're going to do this one more year and it's going to be fine, and then it's probably done. Uh, but if Cousins is like, whoa, hold on a second here. I need assurances. I need this. I need that. And San Francisco is willing to pay a price. I think you have to have the conversation. Do I think it leads to a trade right now? Probably not. But I think it's at least a path to go down, especially if if San Fran comes through and says, okay, we will give you an extension. We'll give you a four-year extension. Like We will sign you to your final contract to be our quarterback for the next four to five years, and then it's probably done. Uh, I think it's only logical from what we heard yesterday that those two things take place. The other thing I want to bring up when it comes to Cousins, though, that I think is important, too, uh, and I gave this more thought after we got done with the show yesterday, was when Quazy was at the podium and he was talking about, he was basically talking about Cousins, but he was talking about it through the prism of how he looks at quarterbacks. And keep in mind, his background is not scouting. Analytics, a lot of research, with then informed opinions of his lieutenants. You know, when he started talking about that Kirk is a sufficient quarterback to win now, like he can be the quarterback on what he was saying was a Super Bowl team. But then he gets into, you have to look at the age. You have to look at the, I think he was very much tipping his hand as to what their internal information says about Kirk's remaining shelf life. Yes, he said prob- and, probabilities, right? What is the probability yep. of the of the success continuing? Exactly. Into, yeah. And think about this. The most important thing to Quasi is probably that information. At least it's huge to him. So if their probabilities say, you know, Kirk Cousins, because to go back to our discussions before, you know, the Brady and Rogerses are very rare. Yeah. If the probability, though, says the majority of quarterbacks like Kirk Cousins are done at pick your age. Quasi, I don't think, is going to buck that trend and say, oh, no, this guy's special. So that's something else to keep in mind. The San Francisco thing is at least for sure worth a conversation. I don't know. It leads to a place where where you could potentially work a trade. I don't know if the Vikings like Trey Lance. I think they do. Like So those things are all to be seen, but it's interesting. I mean, there's something there to discuss. For so sure. what would, if let's just say for the sake of reckless speculation here among friends, just a little reckless speculation among friends here, okay? No, no harm, no foul. Typical Mackie. Let's say over the next couple of weeks, Quasi and Cousins Camp have a bunch of discussions. Hey, we'd love for you to 
be the quarterback in 2023 and maybe even beyond, but we really do need more flexibility. It's just uh, we keep kicking the can down the road. We have the third worst cap situation in the league, and the Cousins camp says, oh, well, that's kind of your own problem. Um, you know, We're here to make money, and we, we, we aren't going to do this for free. And uh, we're not going to take any sort of uh, you know discount compared to what we could get on the market. So if you're not going to give us what we want over the next three, we're not going to do another one-year deal. We'd rather just hit free agency again uh, before we get too old here next summer or next spring. So they hit an impasse. And a conversation with the 49ers takes place. And the Niners say, all right, so if we can figure something out, Kirk would waive it to go to the Niners, but the Vikings aren't just going to, they're just going to give Kirk Cousins away. You know, he's a, one of the top 15, 12 quarterbacks in the world, for God's sakes. Yeah. What type of offer would you guys entertain from the Niners? All right. I'm just going to throw some options out. So they don't yeah. have a first or a second round pick in 2023. Mm-hmm. They have three third round picks and they have other picks after that. They do have their full allotment of picks in 2024. So let me just start the bidding at this. You guys give me a yes or a no. Elaborate if you want to. Would you take two 2023 third-round picks for Kirk Cousins? You said two third-round picks? Two third-round picks. So I get two third-round picks for Kirk Cousins? No, I would not. I could. I don't love it, but I I could. I'll say yes. And by the way, you'd be uh, the way that the salary cap thing works out. So so Kirk is scheduled to get $30 million in cash this year. The cap hit is like $36 million, which is, I think, the fifth highest cap hit right now. If he was traded, the Vikings would save like half of that. Right. The Niners would be on the hook for about half. So the Niners wouldn't. That's the beauty for the Niners too. They wouldn't have to take on like thirty-six million. Now, if they extended him, they'd have to figure that out. Yep. Um, seems a little. God, it'd be nice to get. I mean, you know, Matt Ryan got a third-round pick for God's sakes, Cousins. I'm gonna need a first-round pick somewhere. I can't just do third-round. Well, what a, what about? Uh, Okay, what about a third and next year's second? So this year's third, next year's second from the Niners. Because they don't have a second this year. Still do that, yes. No, I need their first round for next year, at the very least. To start so a third, year. how about a third and next year's first? Now we're talking. Now we're Declan's talking. in on the third. So Declan's going to be in on yeah. all of yeah. these. I mean, like. I, I, well, yeah, I will. <laughs> but, like, you know, Carson Wentz got a first. He got a second. He got it. I mean, Multiple teams gave up top 50 picks for Carson Wentz. And just because that happened before, and you got to remember, Cousins is also, he's entering his age 35 season. So I think, look, if you can get a first-round pick, great. I think I'm not just going to be balking at an offer because I need a first-round pick. I don't think teams are going to give up a first-round pick for a quarterback who's 35 and they're going to have to pay. San Francisco's interesting, though, because they're going to be desperate. So I'm going I'm going to be because you can't like Kirk is going to accept a trade if he would to very few places. Like I think if you told Kirk we could get the next five first round picks from the Jets, Kirk would be tell tell you F you. So it's like the Bradford thing for the Vikings. I think this is a very interesting situation. Are are you going to throw out a scenario in which I get Trey Lance back? I'm glad you asked. How about Trey Lance? You get three years of Trey Lance if you exercise the fifth-year option, which you don't have to decide on that now. Right. So three years of Trey Lance and a third. I'll say I'm just kind of making this up because I think if it's right. Cousins for Lance, I get that it's one year of Cousins for three years of Lance, but Lance is a huge wild well, card. Cousins is a certainty. You know that he's a good quarterback. And it's not one year because the trade would be only um, culminated once he signed an extension. Or agreed okay. to one. 
So, so like they're not going to trade for a year of Kirk. What, what you would do is have Mike McCartney, Kirk's representative, work with John Lynch on the extension. Three-year deal or something. So now he's going there for multiple years. Yep. And the answer is yes. And I, and, and I say this, I think, uh, and we'll, and I, yeah, we have to get to write that down um, here shortly. So we, we do have to speed this conversation up. But I think the Niners are going to have to kick in something. That's why I'm saying a third. So Trey Lance and a third. I don't know if that's the accurate value, but would you do it for Trey? Would you would you do it for either Trey Lance and a third or Brock Purdy and a third? Three years left on both contracts. Brock Purdy. I want Brock Purdy. I'm really worried about his his arm and elbow now. I just want to make something clear about him. Trey Lance has a colossally higher ceiling than Brock Purdy does, but Brock Purdy is currently a better quarterback. But then there's yeah. the elbow injury. I got to get Trey Lance. Out on Trey Lance. Man, I the, the 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 deal I like the most here, I think, is the third and a 2024 first. But then then you go into quarterback uncertainty, right? I with, can't jo- with that, a Justin dude. Jefferson, and even yes. like with Lance coming back, it's sort of quarterback right. uncertainty. It's, but you could sell it a little bit more. You could, hey, right. this like, is who's a guy your quarterback? Was, yeah, because like you're you're not you're not getting me to a position to really draft a starter. No, so. That's the thing that's weird is the Vikings, there's still expectations, right? Like, I, and I'm all for stripping some things down, but just knowing how they think, I don't think there's any way on God's green earth that the Wilfs are going to allow you to trade Cousins, and now you got nothing as far as a starting quarterback. Yep, I, I agree with that. And I think, too, I, you know, to me, if there's a way, this is where I'm at, if there's a way to recoup big-time value for for if you decide that you're not going to extend Kirk for multiple years, I think trading him is a better option for the future of your franchise than playing out the last year of his contract. Because then at least you get something for him on the way out. But I also understand that optically for Justin Jefferson too, you don't want now you don't want to like set off a string of events that pisses him off. I don't right. think he's going to die on the Kirk Cousins hill, but he might die on the well. Who is my quarterback yeah, hill? The Nick Mullins hill. <laughs> If he if he knew that he could work out with Trey Lance all off season, right? I think he'd be cooler with that than uh, we traded Kirk and um, not sure what we're gonna do next. Trey Lance remains an unknown, but the one thing that intrigues me is getting Kevin O'Connell with him. Yep, but like you know, you Kyle, know. Kyle Shanahan was also with. Yep, Trey but Lance I mean, he's and... just gotten hurt. So, like, my question is, if you could get. I just think that the whole O'Connell experience is going to come down to developing a young quarterback eventually if that's trey lance that's fine yep so all right just a little little reckless speculation among friends there okay no harm no foul reckless speculation you guys want to get rid of kirk (laughs) oh man appreciate you guys hanging out with us um that reckless speculation was presented by our friends at federated mutual insurance company they've been around for over a hundred plus years almost as long as judd has been hating on kirk cousins They've been helping business owners maximize their level. It's like having a great offensive-minded coach to work with your potentially young business with upside, right? How can you maximize it? Well, having a great guiding hand like Federated to look out for risks on the horizon is a great place to start. Federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. All right, dudes, that's a wrap on this Write That Down episode of Purple Daily. Write that down on Mackie and Judd, the classic version also today. We'll see you guys tomorrow.